Hello adventurer, and welcome to the Skyrim Book Club, the on-the-go solution for the busy adventure in Tamriel's coldest, far-reaching province. Let us collect the literature and lore of this great province for you and put it into a portable package so that you never have to stop fighting dragons, picking flowers, or stealing from shopkeepers when they aren't looking. With an ever-increasing archive, SkyrimBookClub.ca has got the story for you. Until next time, enjoy the book. Dragon Language, Myth No More, by Hella Thricevurst, a lengthy thesis on the ancient language of the dragons. Dragon, the very word conjures nightmare images of shadowed skies, hideous roaring, and endless fire. Indeed, the dragons were terrifying beasts that were once as numerous as they were deadly. But what most Nords don't realize is that the dragons were in fact not simple, mindless beasts. Indeed, they were a thriving, intelligent culture one bent on the elimination or enslavement of any non-dragon civilization in the entire world. It therefore stands to reason that the dragons would require a way to communicate with one another, that they would need to speak, and through much research, scholars have determined that this is exactly what the dragons did. For the mighty roars of the beasts, even when those roars contained fire or ice or some other deadly magic, were actually much more. They were words, words in an ancient, though decipherable tongue. Nonsense, you say? Sheer folly on the part of some overeager academics? I thought precisely the same thing. But then I started hearing rumors. The odd snippet of a conversation from some brave explorer or gold-coveting crypt-diver. And always, always it was the same word repeated. Wall. So I listened more. I began to arrange the pieces of the puzzle and slowly unravel the mystery. Spread throughout Skyrim, in ancient dungeons, burial grounds, and other secluded places, there are walls, black, ominous walls, on which is written a script so old, so unknown, none who had encountered it could even begin its translation. In my heart, I came to know the truth. This was proof of the ancient dragon language. For what else could it possibly be? It only made sense that these walls were constructed by the ancient Nords, Nords who had lived in the time of the dragons, and out of fear or respect, had somehow learned and used the language of the ancient beasts. But at that point, all I had was my own gut instinct. What I needed was proof. Thus began the adventure of my life, one spanning seventeen months and the deaths of three courageous guides and two sellsword protectors. But I chose not to dwell on those grim details, for the end result was so glorious it made any hardship worth it. In my travels, I found many of the ancient walls, and every suspicion was proven true. It did, in fact, appear as if the ancient Nords had copied the language of the dragons of old, for the characters of that language very much resembled claw marks or scratches. One can almost envision a majestic dragon using his great, sharp talons to carve the symbols into the stone itself, and a human witness, possibly even a thrall or a servant, learning observing, so that he too could use the language for his own ends. For as I observed the walls I found, I noticed something peculiar about some of the words. It was as if they pulsed with a kind of power, an unknown energy that, if unlocked, might be harnessed by the reader. That sounds like nonsense, I know, but if you had stood by these walls, seen their blackness, felt their power, you would understand that of which I speak. Thankfully, although entranced, 
I was able to retain enough sense to actually transcribe the characters I saw, and, in so doing, I began to see patterns in the language, patterns that allowed me to decipher what I was reading. For example, I transcribed the following passage. Assigning these scratchings to actual Tamrielic language characters, I further translated what I saw into this. Het, Nok, Ingnavar, Gaf, Kodev, Odre, Yamoran, Ofrod, Dokrosis, Nuz, Sinon, Sif, Dinak, Ach, Dukan, which translates into the Tamrielic as follows. Here lies Ignavar Ghostbear, who did seek glory on the battlefield of sorrows, but instead found death and dishonor. Then, in another crypt, I encountered a wall with this transcription, which translates into Het, Nok, Koprain, Do Iglif, Isos, Wogrind, Ok, Oblain, Niko, Morkai, Vukhain, Nus, Astmunax, Helvut, Duliv, Kraser, which ultimately translates into the Tamrielic as Here lies the body of Iglif Iceblood, who met his end not in glorious combat, but at the cruel touch of the withering sickness. And there you see the pattern, the repeated words, here lies, which could only mean one thing, those walls marked actual ancient Nord burial grounds. You can imagine my nearly uncontainable excitement. It all started to make sense. The ancient Nords used the dragon language for these walls for very specific reasons. One of them was obviously to mark the grave of some important figure, but what else? Were they all graves, or did they serve other purposes as well? I set off to find out, and was well rewarded for my efforts. Here is what I discovered. This passage, which translates into Het, Ma, Torodis, Tafir, Skorgi, Lunsenak, Wenklov, Gove, Nail, Renik, Hakun, Rok, Togate, Wa Garot, which in Tamrielic translates into this. Here fell the treacherous thief, Scorgy Leech Fingers, whose head was removed by the very axe he was attempting to steal. So here we see a wall that marks the spot where some significant ancient Nord died. This passage translates into this. Kethsegal, Varukiv, Danik, Fahlil, Kir, Dogravun, Frod, Wobovul, Kamer, Nol, Kinzon, Zakri, Do Kruzik, Hokaran, which in Tamrielic translates into this. This stone commemorates the doomed elf children of the autumn field who fled in terror from the sharp swords of the ancient enemy. This wall seems to commemorate some ancient, long-forgotten event in Tamrielic history. Whether that event occurred on or near the place where the wall was erected, we will probably never know. And finally, this passage, which translates into this. Asa, Walain, Ketsegal, Brainahai, Vakrut, Thohild, Fintur, Wen, Smolin, Ag, Frin, Ol, Sakoheim. Which in Tamrielic translates into this. Asa raised this stone for her sister, Thohild the Inferno, whose passion burned hot as the Red Forge. This wall, and I encountered quite a few like this, was obviously commissioned or built by a specific person to honor someone important to them. What was the significance of this location? Was it important to the person who died, or is it the actual location of that person's death? 
Again, those answers are probably lost to time and will never be known. And so you see, the ancient dragon language is indeed myth no more. It existed, but better yet, it still exists, and probably will until the end of time, thanks to the ancient Nords and their construction of these many word walls. But don't take my word for it, for the walls are there for the discovering in Skyrim's dangerous, secret places. They serve as a bridge between the realm of the ancient Nords and our own. The dragons may never return to our world, but now we can return to theirs. And someday, someday, we may even unlock the strange, unknown power hidden in their words.